Hello and welcome in once again to Matt and the Mike. This is now episode number seven. I'm glad everybody can uh, join me this week. We uh, left off last week by doing some NBA. We did the, well, I did. There's no way. We picked, uh, I picked the NBA finals matchups. I went through the entire playoff bracket and did that. So if you haven't checked it out, feel free to go back and, and give it a listen. Got a pretty good show for you. Um, it's going to be a little bit all over the place, though. I got to warn you. So we don't have. I didn't really. I didn't really. Usually, I have some sort of show planned, and I go through and I do notes, and you know, this week I really didn't. Um, I've just been watching as much sports as I can. There's a lot going on in the world of sports. Um, a lot going on for me around my life. I know I've told you guys in the past weeks that. I'm doing a lot of remodeling at my house, and that is going, I'm, I'm actually at a point now, as I know everybody that tuned in to, to listen to this podcast is very interested in my home remodel projects, but I'm at the point now where I'm actually ahead for once, so the, it's almost complete, everything I wanted to try to get done is, is getting very, very close to there. Uh, believe that I'm, I believe I'm done spending money anyway on it, which is very very exciting um i don't get paid for all my great radio work here so you know that that would that would be that would be a plus maybe maybe somebody wants to some send send some donations to matt and mike (laughs) that's a joke but we do have a show going on not just about me and the things i'm doing around my house and we're probably going to bounce around a little bit this week. Um, I do have something uh, I'll probably get to here at the end of the show regarding a show that's coming up that I want you guys to be involved with, anybody that listens. Um, so we'll get to that here towards the end of the show. But first, I want to I want to kick the show off with the Alliance of American Football. And so... Now I've been on record saying how much I really enjoy the alliance and and you know I do and and I think I said this a couple weeks ago I watched the Orlando Orlando play I believe it was San Antonio and it was a really good game um I mean a game that I just really sat down and watched start to finish I think I I had talked about how it was one of the best games I've seen in a while, pro, NFL, college, doesn't matter. And, um, but here's the thing, is that I'm cooling off on it. I'm cooling off on the Alliance of American Football. And I don't know necessarily what is doing it, but I don't think it's just me either. Although they had, they did have some problems early on with funding, which they got taken care of, which I, I didn't rip them very hard. For that, because I mean, they're a they're a startup. This is a startup entire football league. You have to pay all these people. I mean, it does it doesn't come cheap. Um, but I've noticed the crowd's been a little empty at these games. You know, I mean, it, it just doesn't seem. It seems like it's kind of wearing off, and it has with me. I really haven't sat down and watched a game in about two weeks. So that's that's a little discouraging because I really really enjoyed it. I think that 
I think for me, I'm more excited for the XFL, only because I'm a wrestling fan. So this was kind of like, you know, the football season's over, and then I get to, and then I get the chance to watch more football. So I just kind of jumped into it, real pumped, and I jumped on Orlando, and I mean, I like that, I like that team. I really like Gary Gilbert, but I'm cooling off on the Alliance of American Football a little bit. I'm, uh, I, I think it could be the teams too. Like I, I believe I had touched on this a couple weeks ago how the teams are. We only got eight teams, so we're seeing matchups that we've seen already. And I mean, we can kind of already see. I mean, the playoffs might be kind of fun though. I mean, you got to you got the you're gonna have four teams, top four teams. You got a East and a West, if I'm not mistaken, and top four team, top two in the East, top two in the West, and then not really sure if they're if they're gonna seed that or what. I haven't really checked up on that too much. But that could be interesting. Um, but yeah, just a little cooling off. Um, but I think so far, I, I would rule it a success it, before the season. The season's only, you know, four or five weeks in now. But I would still rule it a success. And I think going forward, it, it, it could be a good thing. But you're going to have to get more more teams in there. You're going to have to get the TV deal. Like uh, like I had complained before about the uh, the like you can't check the scores on ESPN and it was pointed out to me that they have the app so I download the app because like I don't have the NFL network some people do I guess I I don't have it I do have the CBS Sports Network so I catch the catch the teams that come on that uh and TNT actually has already picked them up for they're they're going to they're going to have the the uh Orlando Birmingham game this week and they've actually picked them up for a couple more games later on in the season. I guess a couple weeks from now. But, uh, yeah, I forgot where I was at. So, the Birmingham-Orlando game, that's going to be on TNT. Um, yeah, I completely lost my place there. I'm watching, watching the Philadelphia Sixers play the Chicago Bulls. It's an intriguing game. <laughs> They're really getting my attention going anywhere. Anyway, back to the the AAF. Like I was saying, they get more teams in there next year. I think uh, I think that'll be a good thing. So, well, we'll slide on over from the Alliance of American Football um, to I don't know. I can bounce around anywhere. Uh, I think tonight I'll go ahead and just hit on this since tonight the Lakers are playing the Nuggets I don't know whenever you guys will listen to this but this isn't a live podcast I record it and put it out so Lakers playing the Nuggets tonight they're practically eliminated from the playoffs literally just merely a week after I I do a show and I put the Lakers begrudgingly into the eight seed and had them at least winning one game against uh, the Warriors, who actually we'll touch on here in just a minute too. Um, so the Lakers play tonight against the Nuggets. It's looking like another automatic loss. Uh, the big story coming into this game isn't really necessarily on the playoffs anymore because it looks like a lost cause since they lost every single game, I believe, since I did that episode. And all the young stars for the Lakers are now hurt. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think that Lonzo is going to come back. I mean, what's the point in putting him back out there this year? I don't see a reason for that. And 
Brandon Ingram now has a shoulder injury. Kyle Kuzma rolled his ankle, so he's gone. And for tonight, uh, Tyson Chandler's gone. So it's the LeBron show tonight on ESPN. He's 13 points away from passing Michael Jordan for fourth all-time on the scoring list. And I'm sure he'll get 13 points tonight. They'll make a big hoopla over that, and the Lakers are going to probably lose by 20. And they're going to definitely miss the playoffs. But, look, I mean, here's the thing. People have made excuses that I've heard for the Lakers and how they've had injuries and, and uh, you know, and that's true. Most, I mean, that is true. They've had a lot of injuries and they haven't, they haven't had the season definitely that they should have. But, look, when, when it counted most, when, uh, the, when the All-Star breaks over, and you need to go on that run, and you've got the self-proclaimed greatest player in the world. You, they they haven't gone on a run. They haven't done anything. And all I've seen is terrible body language from LeBron James. And like, look, I'm a Laker fan. I love that he's there. I love that they that he that he decided to come there. But you know, he's if he's the greatest player, he's got to put it together. Um, and I mean, it's a lost cause now. I think there's going to be a lot of things happen in the off season. Luke Walton, I'm going to guess, is probably not the coach next year. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who would fill in to replace him. I heard a rumor that LeBron wanted Shashevsky uh, to be the coach. I don't believe that's ever going to happen. Um, but. Uh, it's up in the air. I, I, I say whoever LeBron probably wants to be the coach is probably going to end up being the coach. And uh, so, yeah, tonight he's going to pass Jordan for fourth all-time on the scoring list. But they're going to miss the playoffs. And speaking of playoffs, like the team that they're playing tonight, which is the Denver Nuggets, are now, I believe, a game to a game and a half behind the Warriors for the number one spot in the Western Conference. And they play on Friday, I believe. Yes, on Friday, the Warriors will play the Nuggets. And the Nuggets play tonight. They'll more than likely get a win. The Warriors, on the other hand, have now, in their last five games, are now 5-5. Five and five. And look, I said this in my last um, episode how I thought the Warriors were better, you know, actually better a couple of years ago. Like, they're really good with Durant. They're really hard to beat with Durant because either him, Curry, Thompson, one of those guys are always going to be on. So it's really hard to, to beat them. But I think, man, my train of thought tonight is just, <laughs> is just completely off. I do apologize. So I think that the um, – the Warriors are just not the same team now. And and I think it's because of Boogie Cousins. This guy, it seems like he's he has made everyone in the NBA forget that Draymond Green is an issue. You know what I mean? Like, you don't talk about, hey, Draymond Green's, you know, he's getting another flagrant or whatever. I see Boogie Cousins out here just complaining and slowing the game down, trying to back people down. And this is not Warriors basketball. This is not what they do. They play good defense. They get in transition. They hit threes. And they move the ball and they space the floor. And 
Boogie's not doing that. He's not helping them do that. And since they since he's been there and been active and been playing more minutes, they haven't looked very good. So I I think come playoff time, I think this could be a problem. That's why, I mean, I did have them eventually losing in the playoffs. Um, I had them going to the championship game, but I, I don't have them winning it. But uh, as we see, I'm going to call the last few seconds here. Chicago up one on Philly. Jimmy Butler going to the line with four seconds left. So could ice the game there. Yeah, but for me, the playoffs and the Warriors, I just don't. I don't see them I don't see them being the same unit. And and if they're gonna try to sit if if this if this unit's not working the way that it's the way that it is right now, and I, I don't see them being able to set Boogie. I don't think that's gonna go over too well. But we will see. Well in that case, I hope it's over. I mean for my belief, I think that it that this is the last ride for the Warriors. I don't think Durant comes back. Um, I do believe Clay Thompson will stay. As much as I would like him to join the Lakers, I really don't understand why he would. So I think Durant probably goes. Um, maybe somebody somewhere with Kyrie Irving if it doesn't work out with him in Boston, who just destroyed. Boston, look, Boston, in their own right, were slumping and slumping hard. And last night they just waxed the floor with the Warriors in Oracle. They're just not the same team at the moment. So they're going to have to get that together. I mean, you can have all the talent in the world, but if you're not playing cohesively, you know, together, then, you know, the talent's not going to matter. So that's my two cents on the Warriors, and uh, they'll probably end up just winning it all regardless. But I, I really think that there is a chance for them to slip off you know, they could get in the playoffs and be a different animal. But that's just my two cents on them. And then another big headline this week. Um, another small headline, actually, I think, is uh, Antonio Brown. That's supposed to be supposed to be either dealt or kept, I guess. I mean, uh, the deal was supposed to be supposed to be a deal for him in place by Friday. Uh, not know where yet. But seems the Steelers are asking for a first-round pick in return for Antonio Brown, which I guess would be a fair, fair deal. As Zach Levine, sorry folks, man, this this Philadelphia Chicago game. I'm trying not to get too into it while I'm recording. I think this is what's catching my attention. Zach Levine, okay, Jimmy Butler. Let me set this up. Jimmy Butler put him up by one, as I was saying. Zach Levine catches the inbound pass, takes it from the three-point line all the way to the hole, and lays it in, and the foul. Chicago up 108-107. Levine missed the free throw. Ball's loose. Jimmy Butler's got it. Timeout, .5 seconds. Chicago is probably going to beat Philadelphia. And I might do a little piece here on Philadelphia, too, while I'm at it, because what I've seen tonight here is troublesome to me. But anyway, back to Antonio Brown. See, that's how unimportant Antonio Brown was to me. The, the Chicago Bulls overtook him just now. Anyway, supposed to be a deal in place done by Friday. 
Don't know where. A lot of people are leaning towards wanting him to go to Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. And I've got one issue with him doing that. And I've got an issue with him going to any team that's in this same situation. So, in Green Bay, you have Devontae Adams, who's definitely the number one receiver there. I don't think Antonio Brown can go to a place where he's going to be with another elite receiver and be happy. Now, that might mean that he goes to a place and he puts up all these numbers and the team don't win. But honestly, I don't think that Antonio Brown cares. I think he cares about his his self, his legacy, his numbers. That's what he cares about. I don't think winning is the most important thing to him, no matter what he says, because he left the Steelers hanging at the end of the year. We've already been over that. We talked about how he's a, he's an absolute diva. He does what he wants when he wants. He thinks there are no consequences to his actions. And honestly, look, he would be good with Green Bay. I mean, he would get his numbers, but there's the reason that Devontae Adams, here's what would happen. Antonio Brown is going to get doubled. Devontae Adams is going to be wide open. And he's going to be right in the same situation that he just found himself in with Juju Smith-Schuster. It's the same situation. So I think Antonio Brown needs to be somewhere where he's the guy and Zach Levine just saved the game. Unbelievable performance from Zach Levine, by the way. I think he had 39 points. Chicago wins 108-107. He just knocked away the inbounds pass. So, yeah, enough Antonio Brown. He's... (laughs) He may go to the uh, to I think the Raiders are interested. So yeah, that's a smart idea. You know, trade a number one. Uh, the Raiders. I didn't want to get started on them. To be honest, they trade away a franchise wide receiver in Amari Cooper, who is the last thing from a diva that you could possibly get in the entire world. He he barely speaks. Who's a lot younger than Antonio Brown. <laughs> They trade away him for a number one pick. So the Steelers are asking for a number one pick. So the Raiders are going to give that number one pick back for Antonio Brown, a guy who's, what, six years older than uh, than Amari Cooper, way less of a headache, going to come for more money. Wow. Wow, please, please do that, Oakland, and just stay in Oakland. You're not actually going to Vegas as much as you act like you are. Anyway, the other team's interested. I think the San Francisco 49ers, that would be a decent fit. Now that, I could see him going to the Niners if they could pull that off. Um, Because, like I said, he would be the number one guy there. He would be the number one offensive threat. There's no Le'Veon Bell. There's no Schuster. there's There's no even Big Ben to take the spotlight away from you. The spotlight is squarely on your shoulders if you go there. So I think that would probably be the best possible scenario for Antonio Brown. But either way, I've said before, I'm not a fan. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. Um, I wouldn't want to have him on my team. I would much rather have Murray Cooper. Anyway, uh, I'm touch on the Sixers here for a second since I just watched the game, and it, as the season gets later and later, I've been trying to watch more and more, you know, basketball here, and. Uh, and more college basketball, which I might get to here in a second. The Sixers have no bench. They have no bench. I mean, the, these guys on the bench are just 
not even heard of guys. <laughs> I, I mean, their starting five is incredible, but then they, they bring in this bench. And, man, I saw the, a stat on here on ESPN that I believe they're 25th in the league or something terrible like that. Look, I mean, the only thing that, that could save them is that in the playoffs it seems like uh, – I don't know what well, doesn't seem like it actually happens. That rotations get smaller in the playoffs because you you're gonna play all the minutes you can with the best players you got. So hopefully that works out for the Sixers. For them, but yeah, if they have somebody go down or something, man, that bench is just not very good. Anyway, moving on, other stories in the news. Been hearing so much talk about Kyler Murray and the NFL draft combine, and oh my gosh, look, this gives me a migraine. If I have to watch one more forty time, I'm I'm literally just I'm gonna lose it. Um, I like Rich Eisen's forty. That's funny. I still think that's funny. All these years later, it's still funny to me. But. We're just measuring every little inch of detail of these guys. And then you go back and you look. And, and this is what they do. And then they go back and say, oh, well, this guy's this guy's um, combine didn't matter. Or, or, oh, he did so well at the combine. Or he, did, he ran 40 this fast, but he doesn't seem so fast on the field. Or it, it's just. It's just reason to have news, and we and I have touched on this before. Is that I don't like talking about a lot of things that to me aren't necessarily news. Like I get it that they're like ESPN is a uh, is a what happened? Okay, yes. Sorry, the game distracted me again. ESPN is a is a is a huge company which has to make money, so you have to keep putting out product after product. I understand that, but it's just. To me, it's boring. It bores sports for me when you, when you just obsess over things, and that's what the combine is to me. It's just an obsession. It's an obsession with just every little detail. It's that Kyler Murray's hands now are like, you know, a half inch bigger than they thought they were. So he he's going to be this great athlete, this great player in the in the NFL. And look, I'm here to tell you, folks. I've talked about Kyler Murray before. And I was happy that he decided to play in the NFL. If that's what he wanted to do, good for him. He's not Barry Sanders, folks. Stop comparing him to Barry Sanders as a runner. Are you are you serious right now with that comparison? There's no way. Wait, what? Hold on a sec, guys. This Chicago game. Apparently somebody touched the ball in the inbounds. The whole stadium is clear. Everyone left. And now they've got... <laughs> they put .5 back on the clock. So they're going to get a last shot again. Unreal. And it's keeping the Nuggets-Lakers game from from uh, from being seen on TV now. So we can watch the Sixers take one final shot. Anyway, back to Kyler Murray. I, w- I just want to ask a question. When was the last time a running quarterback, and I mean, get me if I'm wrong here, a running quarterback has been successful in the NFL? I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking right now, and I don't I don't see it because I don't think this guy is a pocket passer. I think he's a runner. 
He's a run quarterback. It doesn't even if he's not a run first quarterback, he makes his big plays by running the ball. He does. He does it in college. And I have serious doubts about this guy being a number one overall pick, especially in a draft where even without the combine, I can tell you that there's a ton of defense in this draft. I mean, you look at you look at every mock draft that they've they've made, and there's about forty million to choose from. A lot of the top ten and the whole first round, a lot of it is defense. A lot of it's pass rushing. So there's plenty of defense to go around. I just can't see the Cardinals. I mean, I can see them doing it, but I don't know why they would want to jump all over Kyler Murray when you haven't given Josh Rosen about a year and you haven't even given them, haven't even given him a line to work with. So, and Butler missed the shot and that game's over. Pointless. Anyway, turn the Lakers on. (laughs) Anyway, that's my little rant on Kyler Murray. I, I don't, I'm not going to get, head over heels about this guy, you know, uh, until I actually see him, see him do something on the field. And that's, and that's the way I feel about all these guys is that it's just combine this and, and man, DK Metcalf too, uh, this week. I mean, you would think that he, you would think that he is like the second coming at the, the way that people are the press and stuff are covering this guy, just because he, he's fast and he jumps and, yeah, there are a lot of athletes out there, you know. Um, there have been plenty of athletes. You know, Tom Brady's not an athlete. Did you, did you see his combine? He looked like a, he looked like a, you know, a dad to backyard barbecue or something. You know, I mean, just throwing the football around. But anyway, that's my rant on uh, on the combine and Kyler Murray. And actually, I think I covered everything that I really was planning on doing doing tonight and you know i'm actually pretty close to my mark here about 26 minutes so what i wanted to do was uh, this is uh, episode number seven so for episode number 10 i've done a few already a few episodes where i've done top 10 lists and this is something that i really like to do so for my episode number 10 and i'm going to give you guys a few weeks to do this come up with the best ideas that you can and i'll cover um for episode number 10 i'm gonna do a top 10 list so as to what it doesn't matter i mean sports or entertainment related i mean it could be it could be your movies i don't care whatever you want to do sports or entertainment i will cover it so just hit me up go to my facebook page uh matt and mike Hook me up on there, give me a like, share, whatever, comment, let me know what top 10 list you want me to do, and uh, yeah, my favorite one I'll do. Uh, so, once again, for Matt and Mike, this is Matt, signing off.